Radio, the Double L Edition. We've got a lot of stuff that's covered tonight. We'll jump right in. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Hope you have a good start to your week so far. I was playing in the chat room here. Uh, who all we got so far? We got Drew Camp. We got a few guests there. Guests, you can use a Facebook or a Twitter account to log in or create a blog talk account free also to log into the show. Chuck Lynn, Jay Brooks, and engineer down in Florida. Welcome. Thank you for joining us tonight, everybody who's listening to us on your apps at home, off your smartphones. We appreciate that. And anybody who's catching us later on on the download. For the download. Matt just joined us. Yak Chunk, what's going on, Matt, up in New Jersey? But we've got a lot, like I said, to cover tonight. A lot of things up and coming, a lot of things that just happened this past weekend. We have a guest on tonight that some of you will be familiar with. She joined us, though, it's been over a year now, but she joined us when she was with Winhaven River now. And we're going to talk about a new project that she's got going on at Hoffler Creek. So we've got to get to that, too. Uh, like I said, we got a lot of upcoming news too and events that are happening for us up here. Tournaments are about to start really kicking off now and through uh, October, so I'm going to try to keep everybody up to speed with all that going on. And for those of you who are probably getting excited about the other event, the Boondoggle is going to be here quicker than you know it now. We're almost into September. I can't believe it. But so we got the Boondoggle. Uh, Columbus Day weekend, October 12th through the 14th, Pedro Key, Florida. If you're not familiar with Boondoggle, what a Boondoggle is, you can go to jackangler.com forward slash Boondoggle and get more information. Um, I'm sure it's filling up really fast. Chris and I won't be attending. We're going to be going down to Oak Island, North Carolina. I'm sure you've heard us say it a million times. We're going to be going down to Oak Island to uh, attend our first tournament with the North Carolina Kayak Fishing Association group down there. So we're looking, we're pretty stoked about that. It's going to be a lot of fun. First time we're fishing that event. And it appears the app is not working. Well, the app isn't working. Sorry, but I just thanked. I'm sorry. It's not working for you. I don't know what's going on there. I have no control over the technical aspects of any of this. So I'm sorry. Hopefully, if you're listening to the app, you can get to a computer or catch us, like I said, on the on the podcast and download the show. There's more people following. Huh? Since you were, uh, just talking about Oak Island, did you want to go ahead and let Patterson give his two minutes? <laughs> his two minutes of fame on Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah, we got Mark joining us, so we'll go ahead. We got Mark here now, so we'll get him to go ahead and talk to us because that's coming up. I got a couple other tournaments I got to get to. to Helen. So, yeah, let's go ahead. Like I said, we got a lot to cover. So, Mark, what's going on down there in North Kakalaki? Well, I did not call for the NCKFA. I called to support you. Well, technically I did, but not the classic. You coming down here to get outdoors and giving your uh, your knowledge, your vast knowledge of the Bay Area up there and talking to us about all the fish we know nothing about and how to catch them, and then your uh, your class and your demo with Get Outdoors on Saturday. So I just wanted to... So thank you for coming down, and we're just we're very excited about having you guys down. 
Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Mark's referring to Chris and I are going to be going down to Greensboro where Mark's at. Uh, I'll be doing a seminar at Get Outdoors. So anybody in that area, come on out and join us Friday night. And then Saturday we're going to be over there helping out the uh, store with a demo day. And if things line up properly and they get the head count they're looking for, we're also going to do a self-recovery class that afternoon on the water at the same lake where the demo day is. And that lake is again, Mark? I never remember. I want to say it's Oak Hollow. But if you go on the Get Outdoors website, they have all the information. And if you go on the NCKFA Facebook page, they have the information. And Bill's website, KFNC Kayak Fishing in North Carolina, they have the website. So there are not many places North Carolina related that will not give you the information. Okay. So we got you covered. So everybody, Uh-oh. looking forward to hey, it. Mark, looking uh, forward to website, it, Mark. What's the website for Get Outdoors? Shop Get Outdoors. It's shopgetoutdoors.com. Yes, thank you. Because I know that, yeah, I always Google Get Outdoors and then it sends me somewhere yeah. else. You know, you know how savvy I am. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, we won't touch that tonight. We'll leave it. We'll, leave it. we'll be nice. Hey, Mark. Yeah, Shop Get Outdoors. While we have uh-huh. you here, I'm, 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 Mr. Patterson, I'm going to uh, send you a list of uh, special need foods I will need to have. Please do. If you'll email that right, if you'll just email that right along, I will file it and I'll make sure that it's ready to go when you get here. Hey, just one yeah. quick question so everybody can laugh. Do y'all drink coffee, yes or no? What? What, honey? What? Coffee, coffee. Yeah, we do have coffee in North Carolina. We do. <laughs> and 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 my wife actually, I got her for Christmas. Um, what, uh, it was, is it a Keurig? It's a, it's a little coffee maker. It's got those little K1 cups. So wow. you can have a whole selection, whole selection for you there. Wow. Wow. I know, it's madness. Right. Wow. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right. I guess we'll see you on Friday, Mark. <laughs> We're excited. We'll take you to Krispy Kreme. It's right around the corner. <laughs> All right. Well, we got the whole, we got everything figured out in North Carolina. You have coffee, they have Krispy Kremes, and they have a lake somewhere that on a lake somewhere that I'm going to be at on Saturday. Okay, we got it narrowed down. Yeah. Now we're looking forward to it, Mark. It's going to be good. We're looking. Hopefully, uh, weather weather will cooperate. But yeah, we're looking forward to it. It's been a couple of years since we've been over there to Greensboro, so it'll be a good time. We look forward to having Thank you down. Thank you. All right, well, we're going to do that. I want to get to Helen shortly, um, but I want to go ahead and knock out some of my uh, reports from around the country here, at the country being North Carolina, while we're on a roll. Uh, Philip Ruckert, as always, Mark just mentioned him. Philip with Kayak Fish North Carolina always sends us a fishing report and updates what's going on down there, and let's see what we got this week. Oh, he's got the results here from the Airborne Angler Adventures Yachtmaster Tournament. Uh, we've been talking about that for the past couple of weeks. So here we go with the results. 16 of 26 anglers had scorable fish. That's pretty good. Tim, Tim, I'm sorry if I butchered your name, Tim Tamarelli, Tamarelli, the newest pro staff member to Native Watercraft, and he plays first. 
What do you know about that? And a quarter inch behind him, second place was Daniel Seaman. So I don't know if there was a third or anything after that, but those are the two. So congratulations, most of you guys, for uh, doing well in that tournament. Very cool to see. And he says here, if anyone needs a kayak fishing guide in the Emerald Coast area of North Carolina, look up Airborne Angler Adventures for a trip with Michael Ortiz or Tim Camarelli. I thought to see something going on here. The local guide, also the local winner. See how that worked out? Hey, Mark, you still with us? I am, sir, yes. But one thing I did notice in that report, it wasn't that same guy who's kicking y'all's butt on every other tournament in North Carolina. So either he didn't finish or... Uh, you know what? You know what? What, what? what we normally do, what we... what we I, I hate to let this out, but there is a complete conspiracy. We're, we're trying to tie him up before and after at the ramp. Uh, you know, anything we can throw bananas in the boat. Anything, anything we can do to stop him. I mean... Joey's so Joey, dumb that I Joey, right? Joey, yeah. Joey's a madman down there in North Carolina. He probably has to buy a new truck every week just so nobody runs him off the road. I would think. <laughs> that, guy, that guy's on fire down in North Carolina. So. He is. Well, very cool. You will so see congratulations to those guys. Yeah. And then here he's got, well, Mark's got, I mean, excuse me, Phil's got the same thing we just covered about this weekend's events at Get Outdoors. And what else we got? Oh, we got a fishing report here. Let's see. Fishing again. The attention goes to the continued influx, throw up in his big words, of big drum into the pinnacle sound. Catching these beasts from a kayak is certainly doable, but anglers should use caution in low light and watch the weather like a hawk due to the distance kayakers have to travel to the open water. So he's fishing kind of the scenarios that you were fishing last year, Mark, for this big drum. Very cool. Thank you, Philip, for that report. We appreciate it every week. And like I said, go check out Philip Parker over there at kayakfishnc.com. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and get to our guest tonight because I don't want to tie up her whole Tuesday evening. She's given us, and we got a couple other things that we're going to cover. So i got a feeling that once we go to round two of this this show, we'll probably get way, way carried away. So um, but anyway, like I mentioned at the top of the show, Helen has been on here before when she used to be with Winhaven River now. And she's got a new adventure she's been with. How long have you been there now, Helen? I started in mid-February, Mark. <laughs> You're coming on almost a year here before long, it'll seem like, right? So Helen, yeah, Helen is with the Hopler. Yeah, Hopler. Uh, Helen is with Hopler Creek Wilderness. Wildlife. Wildlife. What am I thinking? Wildlife. Is it preserved? I've seen it written well, as preserved. And then I've seen it which way. Make sure I'm saying it right now. Well, it's Hoffer Creek Wildlife Foundation is the organization I work for and we are the we are the group that what we take care of Hoffer Creek Wildlife Preserve. Okay, gotcha. So thank you first off for giving up your Tuesday evening to come and talk to us and let us know about this place. Uh, it's really cool because uh, I kind of wrote on Facebook it's a little hidden gem because a lot of people don't know about it. I was talking about it at the tackle shop the other day and people were like, I've never heard of it. You know, so, <laughs> I know it's tucked away over there in that little corner of the Chesapeake, Suffolk, Portsmouth little quadrant or whatever that goes on over that corner of, of Tidewater. But, um, so why don't you just briefly kind of explain to us about that. It was really interesting when you were talking to Chris and I that day at the 4-H thing about 
exactly what's going on there with that land and at the uh, with the preserve itself, if you would, a little history or background. Sure, sure. Well, first, let me just say thanks for letting me come on and talk with you guys tonight. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. It's always fun to talk with you guys. Um, Hopler Creek is, you're right, it is completely a hidden gem over there. It's in Portsmouth, um, which most people don't really realize that there's much nature in Portsmouth, but actually Portsmouth has beautiful, beautiful wetland areas. And uh, Hopler Creek is tucked away in the Churchland section of Portsmouth, but it's right on the Suffolk line near Craney Island. Um, It was originally a family farm many, many decades ago, um, and the the farm was uh, purchased by the Virginia Department of Transportation uh, to to dig a borrow pit that eventually the fill was used for 664 and 164 over there in that area, and um, the area had grown in very wild, and uh, after VDOT was done, the plan was originally to sell it. for housing, but uh, a local group that eventually evolved into Hostler Creek Wildlife Foundation um, saved the property because it was really the only place left for wildlife. And of course, it, it had originally started as a family farm, but when VDOT was done, there was a huge lake in the center of it. So um, that lake has been named Lake Ballard after the, the family that owned the farm that was in that location. And for the last 15 years, uh, that location has been um, a facility that's open to the public to come in and walk trails um, and just have – it's a very low-impact, very wild area um, and just quite, quite captivating uh, dragonflies and birds and migratory birds come through in the spring and the fall. It's just lovely. Very cool. I've already got somebody in the chat room like, doesn't that place have a lake? Can you fish it? So you're on a fishing <laughs> show. So I, I, you know we love you, Helen, but you know we love you, Helen, but nobody's going to really ask a lot of questions about what color the dragonflies are out there. You're on a fishing <laughs> show. Yes, I know that. I do know that. <laughs> I know it's a fishing show and a kayak fishing show. So we do not allow fishing on the lake, but we do have um, occasional events where we kayak the lake. So if you enjoy watching, just watching nature, you can come out and enjoy that. But we also do have a kayak. Um, we do kayak rentals and kayak launching at the um, at, at our interface with Hoffler Creek. Hoffler Creek is a tributary of the James. We're very close to where the Monitor Merrimack Bridge is between Craney Island and the Monitor Merrimack is the mouth of, of Hoffler Creek. And really, we're the only we're the only waterway in Portsmouth that is directly connected to the James. Everybody else is connected to the Elizabeth. So when you know the waterways, there's not much difference in that area. And uh, but you can actually launch there from Hoffer Creek for a, a small fee, or if you're a member of the Wildlife Foundation, you actually get to lunch for free. Um, and then if you launch in your own boat, you're allowed to fish Hoffler Creek. We don't allow fishing from our rentals, but you certainly are able to fish from your own kayaks. Okay, so for our locals who are tuning in tonight, so if we were to launch from said facility, are you on, let's see, which way would that be? Which side of the Pig Island, what is that, the Pig Island there with the old uh, pound that stakes and all on? So you're on the Craney Island side or the TCC side? Uh, we're we're sort of between. We're okay. sort of tucked between those two. 
Wow, well, that's pretty cool. So you're right there at the Newport News Middle Grounds, it's called. Anybody who's not familiar, that's the lighthouse that you see in the water when you're going over to Monitor Merrimack, which is a, a man-made reef all around there. So it wouldn't be a long paddle to uh, hit those fishing grounds. Uh, pretty good spot also around there for the striper when they're coming out of the James in the fall. So that's pretty interesting right there in itself, making notes as we're speaking. Oh, very cool. <laughs> and let me just yeah, say, if, right if anybody is, is interested in, in that, in launching, or just wants to come out and casually paddle Hoffler Creek, we are having a, and this is actually the first time we've mentioned this, um, August is Adventure Month, and so in honor of Adventure Month, we're actually um, giving away a free um, kayak rental, our kayak rental for every um Family membership or greater that um, that people join at that level. So, um, so if anybody's interested in joining, so that you have free launching or discounted uh, rentals on the kayaks, you're going to get a free kayak rental as well. Very cool. Well, talk to us quickly. I mean, let us know about the membership and what it does, and kind of break it down. I guess you probably have. Is it a tiered thing? Do you have different levels of membership, or is it just a membership? No, we do have different levels of membership. Um, we have a single membership that's at $35, um, which is just, for, you know, one person, of course. Um, that one does not get you the the the, uh, the special, though, of a, a free kayak rental. Um, the family membership is a $50 membership, and that covers everybody within a household. Uh, so if you live within a household with a group of people, um, we consider that a family. And that our memberships, discount programs that we have. We have lots of different educational programs and and other opportunities. We have a yoga class going on right now, early mornings on Saturdays. Um, We have specialists come in uh, to talk about different natural things, like we have a bat program coming in later uh, in September and and things like that, as well as um, a membership uh, basically halves uh, the rental costs and also gives you free launching of your own kayak at Hopper Creek. Very cool. And they can get more of that information. Chris put the website up for the website for Hopper Creek. Yep, our Facebook page is the best way to to find us right now. Our our website is being rebuilt, so it's a little little scant at the moment, but it will direct you to our to our Facebook page. And you're always welcome to call the preserve to get more information. And our number is seven five seven six eight six eight six eight four. Very cool. So besides for joining and being a member, what else can we locally as anglers and kayakers and just people that care about our our waterways do? Is there anything else that you have going on, anything we can be involved in that maybe somebody might take interest interest in coming out and providing or helping with? Well, we do. um, Because we're a small nonprofit um, and it's a large parcel of land, it's 142 acres that we're there taking care of, um, we do rely a lot on volunteers. Uh, So, you know, if um, you're ever interested in coming out on a volunteer work day and you want to bring your kayak out and help us clean up the shoreline or, um, or help us take care of some issues around our docks that we have to do from the water, we would love to have that kind of help. Um, that's that's 
not everybody is comfortable in a boat, but I know your listening audience is. So it would be great to have uh, some of the yeah, people on board to help us out. Yeah, we've all got a couple hours. Well, that's cool. We'll have to get that together, and maybe our both our president and vice president with the local Tidewater Kayak Anglers Association are joining us tonight. So maybe that's something that they would get in touch with you. Maybe we can have a little work party, if you will. I know it's hard to get people to go out and do work, but I think once they get out there and see the place and see what it all what all it has to offer, they'd come out. What are you? We'll be right there. We can do a half and half day. Maybe we can. Ellen will keep the gate open a little longer. We'll come out and work, and then you let us launch and go do a little fishing or something. What, that might work out just fine. What are your regular <laughs> operating hours? Our regular operating hours are 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Um, we are, the last time we allow launching um, is at 2:30 um, because we do have to have everybody back in and out by four. Um, it's a little bit of a short day, but because we're a nonprofit, we're we're really restricted in in our operating hours. But we are always able to to work with uh, groups in particular to uh, to see if we can provide opportunities. So just keep see, that in mind. We already got you a volunteer. One of our good uh, volunteers for Heroes on the Water, Kendall Wellingsport, already said would love to help come clean up Portsmouth and the water around it. Awesome. We'll make awesome. sure that Kendall gets in touch with you. That would yeah, be we're going to do that. We're- I don't care what Andy's saying. That that work, I think that word work kind of scared Andy a little bit, but that's okay. He's a He'll be all right. We'll put him on the easy job or something. But Very cool. Well, we're going to make that happen. And like I said, everybody, Chris has been putting the links up in the show. The best way, I guess, right now, according to Helen, is to get on the Facebook page and uh, check him out over there. And, uh, sounds cool. I think anything we can do over here, I think we'd be glad to uh, try to help out. I think I can get TK. We'll talk them into it. They're all on a they're all on a super high right now at the club. So now's the best time to get them when they're all when they're all happy. So Andy we'll get, said we'll he'll work on that. Supervise. He'll supervise. Yeah, he'll supervise. All right. That's what this world needs more supervisors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody just said he's a V dot worker. <laughs> They had a big layoff last week, VDOT. They found shovels that could stand by themselves, so Andy might be out of the job. All right, well, very cool, Alan. I appreciate you taking the time. If there's anything coming up or anything that you think that our listeners or our local clubs would, might be interested in, um, please don't hesitate to call or at least shoot Chris and I an email or text us or whatever. Put it on the uh, wall of the Facebook there. We'd be glad to spread the word for you. I know you guys are going through a lot that we talked about there with the uh, at the uh, 4-H thing the other day, so I want to keep up the speed. Like I said, it's a hidden little place that a lot of people don't know about, so if there's anything we can do to spread the word to get more people to come out and take it in, that would be pretty cool. Hey, real, real well, quick, Alan, would you be so kind and real quick uh, tell us about your Eagle Scout and what he did for you guys? Sure, sure. We had a young man from Virginia Beach. Michael, who built us some beautiful, beautiful benches. Um, and the benches are uh, fairly typical benches until you look at the back. And the backs are made out of shapes are, are shapes of animals. Um, he, he did one bench that the back is an alligator, one that is a turtle, one is a cardinal, 
and oh, Owen wanted the catfish. Oh, yeah, I saw the catfish. I saw the fish. Oh, but that he was a great job. Get your children involved. Very important. Right. We always have opportunities for Eagle Scouts. So if there's any Eagle Scouts out there looking for for projects, boy, we've got some ideas for you. How about Girl Scouts? <laughs> Silver Awards. True, true. Uh-huh. We'd be happy to work with Girl Scouts, too. Awesome. Thank you so much, Helen. All right. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Mark. It was great talking right. with you guys. You're welcome. Anytime, like I said, keep us up to speed what's going on over there, and we'll get in touch with you about everything else, too. All right, will do. Good night. All right. Thank you. Good night. Have a good evening. All right, everybody. Like I said, all of our local people, go check it out. It's a really nice place. I think everybody would enjoy it. Like I said, it's uh, pretty close there. There's some pretty good fishing grounds. So if you get that window that they're open, you can find the right tide to launch and Go over there, probably be a pretty cool little spot. And it's a public launch if you get my drift. Uh, so, any yeah. of your local tournaments. They have, they have public launches. And not to mention the beauty of it, if you want to go fishing, you're always looking for the family opportunity. Maybe your wife and the children are not interested in fishing, but you want to fish. It's an incredible place to go. Lots to see, plenty of wildlife. Very, It's very pretty. Go out there. Support your local folks. You can't go wrong. Very cool. All right. Let's see what else I got here on my long uh-huh. list of things. They're cover. all dying over here. They, they, no, it's, that's all right. They, I got some more to cover. They can just sit back and relax. They got plenty of energy, I'm sure. Yeah. All I right. So we got have some tournaments button. coming up. Um, what? Did I push a button? Yeah, push the boondoggle button. I was going to send uh-huh. you a message to hit that. So, I'm 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 looking. Oh. I can't find it right offhand. Yeah, that book, that button list is getting longer and longer. Yeah, it is. It's like huge. Uh, there it is. Ready? Here we go. Boondoggle? What the heck is a boondoggle? Is it a tournament? No, it's not a freaking tournament. A boondoggle is just an event where a bunch of kayak anglers come together for a weekend of fun and kayak fishing. We all get together and fish, check out industry-related products, have a big dinner, and swap a fishing story or two. What's that? Sounds like a useless waste of time? Yeah, it is. So what? So get your butt up off the couch and get to a boondoggle. Bring yourself. Bring your family. Heck, Bring your hairy-ass brother-in-law. I don't care. Just get to a boondoggle. Check out yakangler.com slash boondoggle for more information. All right. Well, there you go. We talked about it at the top of the show, and there's one of our many little sound bites on the upcoming boondoggle Columbus Day weekend. I've seen a couple people in the chat room talking about it. So get all your information over there at yakangler forward slash boondoggle. All right, well, I have another tournament to read here. I told them I would make sure I get the information out to everybody. This one, again, is up here in our region, but the Chesapeake Bay Kayak Anglers Fishing Tournament. It'll be September 14th on Kent Island, Maryland, in the heart of Chesapeake Bay near the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. Not the Bay Bridge Tunnel, but the Bay Bridge. Don't get confused and show up down here and 
Virginia Beach looking for a tournament on September 14th because it's not going to happen. Uh, this tournament benefits the Make-A-Wish Mid-Atlantic and the Coastal Conservation Association. Uh, what else do I got here that I can read off to everybody? Coastal Conservation Association is donating $500 to the CCA member who catches the biggest fish. So if you're not a CCA member and you're going to join that tournament, probably wouldn't hurt you to go sign up to CCA also. A chance to win $500. As of this time, I just got this email today. So when I got this, there was already 70 kayakers and one paddleboard angler registered. Still lots of spots to fill, they say here. Experienced and novice kayaker, kayak anglers welcome. $60 per angler includes tournament registration and dinner. For more information, visit their website, ChesapeakeBayKayakAnglers.com. All right. Well, thank you guys for sending that to us, and we'll keep it going up until your date of the event. Speaking of kayak angling clubs, this is the part of the show I know a lot of people in there have been waiting for. I can't at all express how happy and how great of a weekend we just had up here in Virginia. If you don't follow us on Facebook and you haven't been keeping up with anything um, that's going on, you probably aren't aware of what happened, but I think we probably all pushed it out there far enough that everybody uh, is aware of what just happened here locally for us. Chris and I have been spreading the word um, leading up to the event that we were fishing in the Club Challenge. We've been fishing the Club Challenge for several years now. Um, We, as in the Tidewater Kayak Anglers Club, uh, we've been pecking our way to the top. We've never been in last place. Uh, Real quick, for anybody who's tuning in for the first time tonight or hasn't heard what it was about, the tournament basically, in the end, it's a charity tournament. They're raising money for Toys for Tots um, for the kids at Christmas time that don't have the uh, finances in their household or whatever to get presents. So in the end, and that's what the focus is for that tournament. Uh, but the tournament breaks down basically to kayak, oh, excuse me, angling clubs in the state of Virginia, which there were eight this year. Uh, all of them, except for us, I keep saying us as in the club. So uh, we're all motorboat clubs. We were the only club that uh, were kayak anglers. Last year we finished tied for third, which is our best up to date. But this year we came in really strong because we won the whole shoot. First place, I was totally shocked at the landslide of points. I knew we had I knew we were up there just by watching the fish that were coming in. Um, but when the points were read, basically the thing breaks down. Three points for first in the species, second place is two, and obviously third place is one. Uh, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there first was 15 place, species. First place is five. I thought it was three, two, one. Okay. Five feet. Ten points? No. No. Yeah, it's got to be more than ten. Five, ten three. Ten points. Oh, so back river. Okay, it doesn't matter what the point breakdown is, I guess, in the end, because we had 32 points. Second place had 19 points. No, it's 3-2-1, Joe says. Anyway, it really doesn't matter, because in the end, like I said, we had 32 points, and second place had 19, which was, I think, the biggest ever Points yeah, margin, was, most points ever scored, I believe, on a winning team. I think the record to date, I believe the other day, was either 26 or 29 for a first-place finish. Uh, 
So 32 points again was pretty wild. Um, but yeah, we had strong teams out there. We had a lot of every team that fished put up points. Some teams just wiped it. Our red drum speckles trout team. Oh, here's the thing that was pretty that threw us for it's not a loop, but um, red drum was not on the list and it never has been on the list. Slot fish this year they put it in there at the captain's meeting. We did not know um, because tog, which was on the list, is closed right now. Tog season is closed, so. Last minute, they threw red drum in there for uh, uh, eligible species. Well, darn, that's the bad luck for kayak anglers on this area. Put red drum on the list inshore. So uh, that was right up all of our alley to fish for. Uh, but, yeah, we had separate teams going in all different locations. I'm not going to break it all down and give everybody all the little team locations and what we did, but uh, we had a team that fished the Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel, came in real strong with uh, sheepsheads, speedfish, triggerfish. We put them all on the board. We put fish on the board all over the place. I mean, I think except for the offshore species and the uh, deep drop species, we probably almost had every uh, something in every category at least at one point or the other. But uh, it was really cool. It was a great event. I... Uh, I have the privilege, and I have in the past, of kind of, if you will, putting the teams together or at least trying to recruit people and get them out there. And I can't say I've been any prouder. We've always had great teams, but to put this group of anglers together and some people stepped up to the plate at the last minute when we still had slots to fill, showed up, came to work, and went and did their job. So that's what we do. It was really good. Um, so we've always been targeting the species that we can catch and we know we can catch. No need to waste points sitting on chum bags looking for a cobia because it would still be three points if we had a first-place cobia. I think everybody sitting in the chat room would agree. I'd rather have three points, two points, and one point and, one point and sweep a whole division and wait out there all day long on a chum bag for one cobia. So it was pretty cool. Does anybody want to call in tonight and give us a take on that? Because I'd like to hear from some of you guys, but the phone lines aren't ringing. So maybe they don't want to share their – I know they're all all excited to share it all week long, but now nobody wants to call in, so that's fine. I, I put but, uh, that. Yeah. We had uh, – actually, there's already been a press article in Rapid Media. I think they've shared it in everything that Rapid Media does. I just saw it in the Canoe magazine of Rapid Media Online on their Facebook page. So I did a double take when I saw that. I was like, a new magazine. But uh, I believe Chuck Rand uh, wrote that article. You can go check it out on, well, like I said, all of Rapid Media's Facebook pages. They've shared that article everywhere. It's nice write-up to the event. Uh, several of our local anglers have already put a blog out regarding the whole day and their take on it. Andy said he's at work and doesn't have a good signal. Work. You just complained about work a few minutes ago, Andy. Now you're at work. And then we put the link on there for which, Joe? That article? But yeah, it was a great day. Great event. Great job to the uh, all the gang over there, too. I want to make sure we tell everybody there that, that you know, the Catcher for Kids group that puts on this tournament in Striper, they did a great job. If you've ever... Uh, that was probably some of the – yeah, it was a good event. Very good. Very well ran. They did good because they had a terrible thunderstorm at the weigh-in. Two of them came through. They held it together just fine. Nothing went – everything was still on time. 
besides for that, we also want a Calcutta. Chris put in. Well, you go ahead and tell Chris why I look for this article for them. Tell them about your Calcutta that you put in for for the smallest species. Uh, when the Calcutta what? was a zero point zero four, I don't even know what ounce spot. Yeah, it was a Calcutta for a mystery fish, and Chris put her ten dollars in. We ended up getting back a lot more than ten dollars after all of that, so that worked out pretty well. Now I can't find the article. <laughs> I just put it up. Oh, and that's why I don't do this stuff. Yeah. So it was a great weekend. I just want to make sure I give all the kudos and everything out there for. <laughs> And he said, give us a rundown of our Eastern Shore Day, Mark. Well, if you want Roundhead, I can tell you where to go. We've got more Roundhead. I think we built two coolers for a Roundhead. Uh, but we had Roundhead that stayed in the points. We had Spot over there. We had Flounder we brought back. I don't, think I don't know how long our Flounder stayed up. But um, he said, nice, what you win. We, we want a trophy. We want a trophy that gets to be uh, – the clubs for a year. I've gotten the green light from the gang over at Ocean D, so we're going to display the trophy over there for everybody to see. It's not Nobody can see it in our guest bedroom here but me. Well, I see it every day now. I just put a picture up actually on Facebook just trying to be a funny haha. But So we're going to put the trophy in over at Ocean D, so anybody come by and you can come by and look at it, but you can't touch it. It's in a sealed plexiglass container. Ah, we have a caller. Uh-oh. Hi, Fishing Radio. Who do we have? Um, Rob Choi. <laughs> oh. Hey, Rob. Hey, one of our teammates. Hello. Hello. Hey, Rob. What's going on, buddy? How are you, man? Long time no I'm, see. I'm doing great. Doing good. <laughs> doing real good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, Jenny came home, and she's taking care of the kids, so I thought I might as well give you guys a call and say hello and... Congrats again. Hey, Rob. And to you. Did you take any of the fish home to do your thing with? I did. Uh, I mean, normally I'm a catch and release for the most part, and especially for for big sheep's head. But, you know, for for the sake of the tournament, uh, we kept four, and one of them was mine, and I brought it home. Unfortunately, the... I don't know what it, what it was exactly, but it started bleeding, like, through the scales. It was kind of weird. Um... But it's a nice sweetheart. Um, so, but but I, I tried it off. I think I got some decent prints. Um, I was kind of in a rush to get it done because I had so much other stuff to do when I got here. But um, yeah, I got I got a few. I owe uh, Billy one, Wigulski. <coughs> so cool. I don't think limited edition team prints. Uh, there's a couple other people that that, uh, that are on a list that are willing to purchase them, so uh, I gotta make it a little lucrative for myself because it does Uh-oh. take some time to do them. Here comes yeah. more people. Let's see. Kayak Fishing Radio. Who do we have? Uh, if you're talking to me, this is Wayne. Awesome. Uh, hey, Wayne. Am, am I on the Am I on the radio? Yeah. <laughs> you're up, dude. Okay, that's why I call in. I was listening to a little bit of the. Uh, the show. Sorry, I haven't been more active in the show. It seems like every Tuesday night something's going on. But after our yeah, the uh, show. That's what's going on. 
<laughs> well, you know, sometimes other things happen. But uh, anyway, I, I heard you all talking about the uh, the event and having fished it for probably as many years as you've been doing it. I've missed one or two here and there. I know last year I missed it, obviously. But uh, having crept up in the rankings, you know, every year that we fished it and, you know, our first year it was just, please don't finish last, was our, was our uh, rallying cry. And, you know, after our third place finish last year, which I was not a part of, um, we felt we could do better, and we did. So um, congrats to everybody that fished, and certainly congrats to you for putting it all together. And it was good strategy. And like you said, we just caught the hell out of some fish and showed showed some of the folks that we actually are pretty serious about this, and, and, um, and I think they know it now. <laughs> well, now not that I want to throw flames on the fire or anything, but Mark spoke at Norfolk Anglers. They all agreed. You know, they were actually very congratulatory and everything, and they were just happy that they beat Team Titlefish. A Titlefish, yeah. Well, there was a guy that I think made a comment to Joe, and Joe kind of, Joe kind of got his feathers ruffled about it. He said he would run him over or something, and I'd actually just talked to that gentleman. He's with the Great Bridge Fishing Club. He goes, I hope that guy wasn't thinking I was serious. I was just kidding with you all, and he said, I saw you all out there, and I have to admire the fact you all paddle all the way out there to get those fish, and you caught the heck out of them. So, you know, again, it, you know, when the sport started in this area, they didn't even know who we were, and now they definitely know that, you know, kayak people are pretty serious anglers and can catch fish just as much as they can. We just can't get to the offshore, you know, fishing. So it's, uh, yeah. it was a good uh, good showing, and like you said, record record number of points and record margin of victory, which it was pretty pretty uh you know, astounding and, and pretty permanent as far as, you know, this is what we do and this is how we fish. So We have one more That Those points definitely were not what I was expecting. It was kind of funny because during the uh, presentation of everything, whatever you want to call it, I'm trying to get I, won't, on. I won't mention any names, but I had one of the sure. members of one of the boat anglers texting with me and asking where he thought we were going to finish. And I said, we're going to be in the top two, I know. But I didn't mm-hmm. think it would be that big, that True. big and that wide. But Chris is right. We went to the Norfolk Anglers Club. Now, how ironic was that? The uh, two or three weeks ago, they called and asked if I would be the uh, guest speaker on their monthly meeting. I said, sure, of course. And mm-hmm. then here we go, sitting there at the table. And as the team's names are getting dropped as we're going down the pecking order, uh, next thing <laughs> you know, second place is the Norfolk Anglers Club, and I get the honor of going there Monday night and speaking to the whole club. So I, yeah. I joked with them when I uh, got up. I said, before you guys got here, I showed up early and put metal detectors at all the doors so I could make sure that I felt safe enough to uh, do my presentation. But they, they were very, like Chris said, they, they were all very cool. You know, nobody, I don't think there was any, I don't know. There's going to be some just grown people that are going to complain and bitch and moan. Well, you know what? You're uh, have I'm, not even gonna, I'm not even going to waste yeah. my breath talking about anybody. It's just, yeah, it's like a 10 second Just like I said. We we yeah. aren't even kayak, you know. I told them yesterday they said something about kayakers. So we're anglers. We're not kayak. We're anglers, and it's you know, we're all fishermen. However we, however we get to our fish is how we get to them. So, but we, we you all, know from the drama that occurs on some of these forums that you know anglers are some really bitchy folks sometimes. So yeah, that's fine. there are going to be complaints like and all that, but that's okay. We all fish just like they did, and we paddle to our paddles or paddle to our places and. And caught him up. So had a great day of fishing. That's all. Hey. I mean, you can't really argue with four citations. Good lord. <laughs> I yeah. would like to give a special shout out to our youngest team member, Drew, who's also live. Yeah. Welcome. You're live on the air, Drew. Hey, what's up? Hey, Drew. Hey, Drew. What's up? 
The uh, Back River Cycle Trout Retreat team, huh? Heck yeah. Yeah, good job, man. How did it feel? Yeah, I saw that, swept, pic- that picture of you. You're grinning from ear to ear next to that trophy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, their their Back River team only had three people, and they swept two species completely. I mean, that's pretty amazing, I got to say. That's hard fishing there. Mad props. I think, I mean, I don't want to, you know, Drew... And I might have said this to you online before. I'll say it out publicly. I think you're, you're going to be you're going to be pretty amazing. You're only 16, and you're you're accomplishing, and just doing so many amazing things. I think uh, I think we, we I can probably speak for everybody. We're really looking forward to seeing you progress and that's where it all goes, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a show one day. You'll have a show, Drew. <laughs> I said I said that about you when I first saw you at Bass Pro about four or five years ago, and you gave a presentation that was just as good as any presentation I've ever seen. And uh, so, you're definitely gotten your skills have definitely you know gotten better since. And not that they were bad then, because I was hearing the species you caught. And I'm like, damn, I don't think I've caught that many species. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can say the only thing that scares me about that right now, Rob, is the fact that he doesn't drive yet. So once he's able to take his own kayak and go on the water more often, <laughs> we're probably uh, all going to get run. We're all going to get run over then. I think his dad takes him to enough places where he's okay right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. When, when he can get on his own, he's going to really be gravity. But you're right. Well, Everybody yeah. did a great job. It was a team effort. Everybody was out there. Absolutely. I can't say enough, like I said at the top. I, I can't say enough to everybody. Uh, I appreciate everybody for signing up and going out. It's a club event, but sometimes it takes a little persuasion. It seems like to get the people involved, but... I think I know who my heavy hitters are now and who I'm definitely going to look towards the future for uh, events upcoming. So, But congratulations each and every one of you. Well, oh, events really, upcoming, you really know what that is. What's that? <laughs> I said, you know what the upcoming event is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we oh, do have yeah. an upcoming that, event. That little tournament we put on every year coming up in September. Um, we've got about 125, people registered so far, so... How many? We're uh, around 125 or so. I haven't really looked recently, but we had 120 the other day, and I think we had a few people sign up. So we're getting That's up good. there, but we, we haven't published the prize page, which may be helping a little bit. But we've definitely got Hobie on board, um, and uh, Hurricane has definitely contributed. Native, um, um, New Canoe, uh, a new company, uh, new for us actually, is, is Mokin with their um, – Mokin 14, which is a pretty nice little kayak, and uh, so we've got you know, definitely some good prizes, uh, some new, the board's been working really hard on getting some new sponsors, and a lot of our old sponsors will be joining us, and uh, you know, it's for charity, it's for Heroes on the Water, and it's, you know, we had 200, almost 275 people last year, and we should have hopefully that same amount or more this year, and um, it's just a good time, if you've never fished a tournament, it's not all about winning is really to support the charity and having some fun and maybe winning something in the rivals if you don't, you know, catch a good fish. But you never know. We've had, you know, complete blind luck people catch, you know, a huge fish and uh, and uh, win, you know, some decent prizes. So uh, we've got Yak Attack giving out, you know, a lot of good stuff and, and just a bunch of other folks that are just going to really <laughs> make this great, a great tournament like it is every year. And we can start praying for good weather, but we know we'll never have it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. You know what I always tell people when it's bad weather for tournament day, it just helps level the playing field. So yeah, yeah. No, Drew just put in a request. Wayne, he would like a subdivision. A what? <laughs> a subdivision. Oh, a su- ooh, that's interesting. 
hadn't thought of that. If I can get a if I can get a SUP sponsor, we could do that. Um, a lot of people are fishing out of SUPs. We have to have SUP anglers too, though. Yeah, we're like the fly Drew, division. Drew's just, Drew's just looking to lock it up because he's the only SUP anglers. Right right? <laughs> uh, I think that's very unfair if he's the only one in the division. <laughs> but nice, nice try, Drew. <laughs> I think it's a good idea. No, we'll consider. We'll consider no, that for we next should year. do that. I mean, well, I think cool. maybe it might be. Yeah, it might be a little late for this year, but next year we'll can, we can advertise it, get a sub sponsor, yeah, so they can win yeah, sub board, and you know that's a great idea. I like it. Um, th- there will be slight a slight change in two of the divisions. That would be the female and youth are going to slam divisions. Just in case anybody's listening, um, it will be the same slam as the overall tournament. Um, but I hope somebody's slam- listening. Well, yeah, I mean, as far as as far as pertaining to them, um, we've had some issues in the past, judging wise. So I've decided we're going to have both of those divisions are going to go to slams, same, slam. same same slams as as the normal. If you want to fish for the grand prize slam, that's fine. You need to enter that division. You can as a youth or a female angler, but obviously there's a less in the field for each of those divisions. But it will be either a the slam biggest slam in those divisions, and again it'll be um, redfish, flounder, and, and trout or the biggest of those, one of those species. So we're not going to go with, you know, people coming off and catching gar and pick a roll and things like that. Yep. So that'll make it a lot easier for our judges and the participants. It's pretty clear what you're targeting. Um, but if you come up with a, you know, a 60-inch slam in the female division and the, the regular slam is 50, you're still going to be the female division winner. We're not going to let you switch. So if you want to fish in the grand slam, you certainly can, you know, but that's up to you. Um up to the participants. So that's the only real change we're going to have. Everything else is the same. It's going to be held at the same location, you know, Friday night captain's meeting and then all day fishing and then awards and raffles on Saturday. So, well, maybe we can um, do a show about the tournament a little bit closer to the tournament and dedicate it to the TKA tournament. Yeah, that's fine. I just thought I'd throw it out there. I haven't been on, I haven't been on your show in a while and thought it was, you know, time to get out there and let people know that we're, we are having a tournament, and it's coming up real sooner than we expect. So. Thanks, so Wayne. Yeah. yeah. So okay. It's over. <laughs> What's that? Somebody said something in the background. We got a lot of noise going on. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I'm gonna let you all go. It's good talking with you. Congrats again to the TKA team, and um, you know, great showing. And uh, see you all in the water. Thanks, all right, Wayne. Thanks for, thanks for right. calling in. Here, take it easy. All right, bye. All right, well, we're close to the top of the hour. We're going to wrap this whole thing up. I really appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. Like I said, we had a great time this past weekend. Uh, Chris and I hit the road Friday to go to Greensboro. And that's about all we got. Everybody get out there, get on them. The time that locally is coming upon us, it's going to start getting better and better around here. Fall bite's going to be starting before you know it, getting fat for the winter fish, so should be getting on fire. But everybody get out there, be safe. We got all these little afternoon pop-up storms as we experienced during that tournament. Luckily, all of us were off the water in a timely manner before the storms arrived. But be safe out there. Have a good time. Anybody else have anything they want to share next week on the show? Any events, anything coming up? Please get them to us. Rob, you going fishing this weekend? Nah, man. I've been on a binge for a little while. i got to do some family stuff, so... Looking forward to that, actually. Yeah. Drew, are you fishing this weekend? 
Uh, no, I can't. I got a cross country race I got to do. Multi talented. That's a long race. It's going to take all weekend. <laughs> nah, we Sunday really I got some stuff to do too. What are you doing on Sunday? Next thing you I just got some family stuff. You're not a Boy Scout too, are you, Drew? No, 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 no. Okay, just check. Alrighty, honey, all righty, honey, wrap right, so. up. I'm wrapped up. I'm done. I got some stuff. I gotta go. I gotta go get taken care of on the old picture and that. So. Everybody, have a great week. What's left of it? Don't forget tomorrow night, Low Sodium Show with Mark Wheeler. Thursday, the godfather, the guy who started this whole pack, Fishing Radio, Chip Gibson, the tree hugger. And bring it back around next Monday for Redfish Chuck down in Florida. Everybody, take care. Have a great week and weekend. Look forward to hearing, seeing everyone back here next Tuesday. And once again, thank you, everybody in TKA who participated in the event. Great job. Congratulations. And as soon as I get back from Greensboro, your trophy will be over at Ocean Beast for everybody to go by and admire. Good night, everybody. Later. Bye-bye. Bye. Take it away, Chris. Bye-bye. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> Remember, take your children fishing. They are our next-generation anglers. And trust me, those memories you create, they will remember for a lifetime. Good night, everybody. <laughs>